0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Christians United Ministry. My name is Travis, and today we are continuing our mini Matthew series. Today we are resuming that series with Matthew 21, verse 1. So let's get right back into it. Verse 1. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, or come to Bethphage and unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you. And straightway, y'all shall find an ass tied in a colt with her. Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them. And straightway, he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of son, Sion, Behold, the king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and the colt the fowl of an ass. And disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt, and put them on their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees, and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the cities was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitudes said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves, and said unto them, it is written, my house shall be called to the house of prayer. But ye have made it a den of thieves. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them. And when the chief priests and scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David, they were sore displeased. And said unto him, Hearest thou what they say? And Jesus said unto them, Yeah, have ye never read, read out of the mouths of babes and cyclings thou hast perfected praise? And he left them and went out of the city into Bethany. And he lodged there. Now in the morning as he returned to the city, he hungered. And when he saw a fig tree in the in the way, he came to it and found nothing therein, but leaves only, and he said unto it, Let no fruit grow on these henceforth forever. And presently the fig tree withered away. And when the disciples saw it, they marvelled, saying, How soon is the fig tree withered away? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Fairly I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and that be thou cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believe, ye shall receive. And when he was coming to the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching and said, But what authority dost thou these things? And who gave thee this authority? And Jesus answered and said unto them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you tell me, I will likewise, likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John. Whence was it, from heaven or of men? And they reasons with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say unto us, Why did ye not then believe him? But if we, say, if we shall say of men, we shall fear the people. For all hold John as a prophet. And they answered Jesus and said, We cannot tell. And he said unto them, (laughs) Neither tell I you by what authority I do these things. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons, and he came to the first and said, Son, go to work today in my, my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. He came to the second and said likewise. He answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of them twain did the will of his father. And they said unto him, The first, and Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came unto you in the way of righteousness, and ye even believed him not. But the publicans and the harlots believed him, and yea, when ye saw, had seen it, repented not afterward, that he might believe him. Here another parable. There was a certain householder which planted a vineyard and hedged it around about and digged a wine press in it and built a tower and let it out to husbandmen and it went into a far country. And when the time of the fruit drew near, he sent his servants to the husbandmen that they might receive the fruits of it. And the husbandman took his servants and beat one and killed another and stoned another. Again, he sent other servants more than the first and they did unto them likewise. But last of all, he sent unto them his son saying, they will reverence my son. But the husband saw the son. They said among themselves, this is they here. Come, let us kill him and let us seize all his inheritance. And they caught him. And cast it out of the vineyard, and slew him. When the Lord therefore of the vineyard cometh, what will he do unto those husbandmen? They said unto them, He will miserably destroy those wicked men, and will let out his vineyard unto other husbandmen, which shall render him in the fruits and their seasons. And Jesus said unto them, Did ye not read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected, The same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing and is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say unto you, the kingdom of God should be taken from you and given to a nation bringing forth the fruits thereof. And whoever shall fall on the stone shall be broken, but whoever shall fall, it will grind him to powder. And when the chiefs and priests and Pharisees had heard his parables, they perceived that he spoke of them. But when they sought to lay hands on him, they feared the multitude, because they took him up for a prophet. And let's get right into it. Well, Jesus starts by sending his disciples into that village to get the donkey and the colt. Um, donkey is another word for ass, or ass is another word for donkey, rather. And he's actually fill, he's fulfilling the prophecy made by Zechariah. Saying that about the Messiah, how he's the king and riding, riding a donkey. And the symbolism is actually kind of easy to miss. It's donkeys are a common work animals and unsuited for battle. Victorious conquerors of the era would parade on horses, much as a modern general might die into the city on the back of a tank. Riding a donkey rather than a war horse is more like a modern person sitting in a pickup truck. You know, and we got to remember that in the future, Christ will come in power and judgment. This time, his arrival is consistent with his role as a sacrificial savior. So what was pretty much saying here to make it in better terms is when he comes back, he's going to be more of someone coming back in power as a king. You know, he's coming here now. He's he's in Matthew now as a sacrificial sacrificial savior somebody who is come here for one purpose and that's to sacrifice himself for us the people saving us from ourselves and when Jesus walks into that temple he's he's furious um he's he he gets mad, and he's saying he's like he, they're ruining what the temple's made for. They're using it for as a more of a market than a place of prayer. And you can see that he's getting upset and he, he tosses everything. Uh and he's breaking yeah, not really physically breaking everything, but he's showing that he's angry. And when he leaves and comes back, he's challenged by the chief priest. And they asked him to justify, and I thought it was, I was kind of not to snicker, but they were asking him to justify his authority. Who told you you can do this? And Jesus did promise the answer if they would respond to his question. And you notice how they choked, right? You notice how the Pharisees couldn't, they got stuck. They couldn't answer the question any further. They didn't know how to answer the question. So, and that's just one again. That's just the son of the devil, by the way. Um, But the implication of his question is whether John the Baptist was a true, was true or false messenger. And Jesus knows these men rejected John, but are too cowardly to admit it in front of people. And they just simply said they didn't know. And rather than leave it alone, he, Jesus presses it. He tells the two parables, each about the vineyards so that the Jewish leaders to show how the Jewish leaders have failed. And he first compares them to a son who says yes to his father but then disobeys. The people despised and dismissed by their culture as sinners were the ones who repented at John's message. So, what is he telling, saying here? That that those who did, whoever promised their life to God through John and ended up not doing it. And then it's so it's pretty much saying yeah, you're saying yes to me directly, but when you're behind my back, you're just not doing it. And but these but he's saying that they will enter the kingdom of God before these hypocritical figureheads. And that's and the funny thing is is they realize that they're talking about him in this parable and in the next one. They realize the Pharisees are like, you give her someone talk to you about yourself. Like you're like, wait, is is he talking about me? That's what's going on here. And the second parable shows that Jewish leaders as tenants of a vineyard who refuses to give their agreed rent in the form of harvested crops to the owner's servants. Instead, they mistreated and killed the servants and then the owner's son as well. And this connects the Old Testament reference to Israel as a vineyard, which is, if you want to go and check that out, it, um, Isaiah 5, uh, verses 1 through 7. And then Jesus applies this parable to Israel's history of persecuting messengers of God. And there's something important to notice is that, that you ever see the righteous people the ones who are actually truly suffering. And that, again, is testimony to the fact that God tells us we're going to be persecuted we're going to suffer as followers of Christ. And it's just a plain knowledge. And look how Peter died. Look how, what's his name? Steve died. I believe it was Stephen. That um, we're going to suffer. Look how John the Baptist died. And. That's also another testament to the fact that we need to make sure that. Even when those times are come and those times are too tough. We are definitely definitely still staying in the path of God don't give up on him because he's not giving up on you and watch music so Jesus Jesus is not backing down and we see that he's only double laying up on himself and he applies um psalm 118 verses 22 to 23 to himself and he is the stone rejected by the builders that become the cornerstone. And the, the Greek phrase used here either means the strongest, most critical stone used in the building's foundation or the top brick in an ark. Either way, it's the ultimate basis of that structure's integrity. The kingdom of God will be taken from the Israelite leaders and all who reject Jesus will be broken or crushed by the cornerstone. Another, another display of political cowardice. These men who eject Jesus keep their silence out of fear of public opinion. And we see that at the end. Remember that they wanted to lay hands, but they couldn't because they had the multitude surrounding them. And you ever realize that they took the cowardice way multiple times with Pontius Pilate amongst themselves? They wouldn't do anything because they're too scared. It's kind of interesting. Well, that does wrap up up today's Bible study. If you have any questions or comments, please notify me uh, through my email. My name is Travis, and this is Christian United Ministry. God be with you.